Hi, everybody. We got a new intro by Tom Hawkins. And Mark Fanholt made us new lower thirds. And Robbie Suave made us new music. These are all folks from the community that just wanted to help. So, Tom, Mark, Robbie, thank you so much for doing this because I sure couldn't have on my own. Also, in addition to Robert Nieder, our Patreon producer, Xavier Cinnamon Tremblay is back. And I wanted to make sure we acknowledged him because uh, these guys helped make the show possible. Thank all of you so much for watching and listening. Hope you enjoy the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Pockets Full of Soup. I'm your host, Jared Petty, joined today by Alexis. Hi, Alexis. Hi, Jared. Thanks for having me. Thank you uh, for being on. Where are you from, Alexis? Um, born and raised in Los Angeles. In LA. And in now LA. you live here in... Now I'm in the Bay Area. In the Bay Area. And Lexi, where are folks here going to know you from? Um, I used to work at IGN with Jared. And you guys also might know me from my YouTube channel, Let's Get Lexi. And you might know me from a special right fielder that plays for the Giants. Uh, you, are you a right fielder that plays I'm for the not, Giants? I'm not. I'm engaged. So kind of, right? Isn't isn't that what happens when you get married? We become one person. And so, yeah. I so play right field for the Giants. You played 162 games yeah. this year. Easy. <laughs> like it's hard. Uh, let's no. talk about Let's Get Lexi for a second. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's Get Lexi is your YouTube presence, channel, brand, at all, etc. What do you guys do over there? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We do a lot. So uh, I do my my. My major thing is um, I do a lot of coffee reviews. I love coffee. Um, I didn't realize how much I loved coffee until I started reviewing coffee. And actually at IGN, I would always drag everyone to go get coffee with me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where my love of coffee started. When I started traveling, I started checking out all these specialty coffee shops. Mm -hmm. And I started to learn about their, you know, you know, where they got their beans from, how they farm it, how they... They make their coffee and how the baristas, you know, how important it is to have a good barista and the latte art and all this amazing stuff. And then I just started reviewing places as I started to travel with Hunter. And then now I covered the um, barista competition, which was in Atlanta, Georgia this past year. So you cover a ton of coffee. I cover a ton of coffee, yes. You also do cooking stuff. I do uh, cooking stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of um, paleo organic foods and, and how to make gross food taste really good. Uh, okay, I thought you were going to stop with how to make gross food. Yeah, no, how like, to make gross food taste really good. Like I love pizza and french fries. Like don't get me wrong, I love a good burger and fries and pizza and all the bad foods, but I also know that marrying a baseball player I can't eat like that anymore he takes pretty good stri- oh, you both <laughs> he take eats great really well he eats really healthy and yeah. so I have to either jump on that bandwagon or probably eat pizza in the corner by myself which well, is not fun oh uh, I mean I I have been known to eat pizza in the corner by myself at parties uh, <laughs> just sitting in the corner like, I'm a wallflower listen to- that sounds like a good party to me actually serve me while I eat this <laughs> when Ironside closed it was replaced by a really good pizza parlor. that's I drive by to go to the stadium and I see it and I'm like son of a yeah they have a really good pepperoni slice it's almost like I don't I don't know how to feel about closing a coffee shop for a pizza place because those are two of my probably big loves well that's two of the four food groups yeah right uh, right there there's pizza there's coffee what are the other two um for me it's french fries french fries I love french fries okay and probably I love soda too soda oh you oh were you a soda drinker yeah, yeah? I wondered about that yeah. what's your favorite soda uh Root beer, Barks root beer is hands down my Woman favorite. Woman after my own yeah. heart. I, now, unfortunately, because of my weight, I avoid almost all processed sugar now. Good but, for you. But I love root beer. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. I do too. And, and uh, you have a and, good pizza and a good root beer. Oh, they go so well together. Oh my goodness. Oh, you know we're making the audience hungry. I bet. Yeah, I'm making <laughs> myself hungry. To the delicious dish. Yeah. Right. Uh, there we are. We're gonna go a little NPR here. Now I. 
I, uh, I I do love delicious. Those are the four food groups. Now, whatever Hunter eats, that's that's. Other stuff. I know you're gonna get He's a couple crazy. of food questions and instant noodles. We yeah, ask perfect. Them. But yeah, so I cook. I try to cook really good food um, that tastes really good, but is 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 healthy and clean mm-hmm. um, because I know there's a balance. <laughs> now, in addition to what you do with Let's Get Lexi, uh, going around and doing food and coffee reviews, you also do a lot of charity work, right? I do a lot of charity work, mm-hmm. um, but also. On Let's Get Lexi, we also oh, okay. do, I do a lot of the day in the life of. I live this bizarre life where I get to travel with Hunter to the World Series. We also get to go to the All-Star Games. We get to we get to do some crazy, awesome, insane things with our lives. You live on the road. I live on the road. I live through a suitcase. And I try to share that with people as much as possible because it is an insane life. And I don't want to forget a second of it. You going to write a book about it? I know this is an adventure. Um, yep. a book? I don't know. I'm definitely yep. vlogging about it. So, yeah. um, and so I, I just try to take it in and I like to share it with people because it's, I don't think people realize how hard these baseball players work. Mm-hmm. And then I also think that it's just an awesome life to live that I, I feel blessed and lucky to live. I am a baseball fan. I would absolutely read a book about a year in the traveling life of, of a baseball, of life. a baseball, of a baseball life. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay. Totally. I would read that. Yeah. It's, it's, there's a lot of layers. You sold one copy. Oh, awesome. Hunter will buy one, you sold I two I only copies. need to write one then. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, I also do a lot of charity work. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I love giving back as well because I am so lucky. You got anything coming up? This will be airing probably at the end of September. Anything coming up in October afterwards? Um, not in October because that is playoff season. Oh, okay. So we try to shut everything else down. That makes sense. Um, so hopefully I'll be putting out some good videos and vlogs. Oh, you, now you get a chance to predict here. The the, the Giants are they're in the race right now. They're, they're scrapping. It's the end of the season. Well, that's how so we do. We're scrappy. Are the Giants going to make the playoffs? Hands down, yes. Okay, they're so going to. The... I'm looking this straight in the eye. We're going to do it. If right. it's the last thing I do. Making the playoffs. Yeah, All we right, got to. We got to. All right. And it's an even year. So I'm I'm believing in it. <laughs> You're here to talk about, uh, well, the same thing that all our guests talk about. I always ask the same first question until uh, I decide to change it. Tell me about somebody you're thankful for. This was, this is, this is a loaded question. Yes, it is. That's why I'm in a show about it. And so, yeah. Um, and like, I've watched a lot of your episodes before and everyone always says the same thing. I can't just pick one person because it is so hard. Yeah. You hear that a lot. Um, and yeah, I'm grateful for so many people in my life, you know, my parents, my sister, I'm going to start you're doing the everyone. You're doing the Oscar <laughs> yeah. answer right now. There I want to thank uh, my mom and dad. No. And, you know, I got great friends and Hunter, of course. Right. Uh, even like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a very lucky, blessed person mm-hmm. and I've got so many people to be grateful for. But there is one instance in my life and I talked to you briefly about it earlier one person, and this is so ridiculous because I've never met her, but I feel like I know her, mm-hmm. um, is Oprah Winfrey. Now, see, that's <laughs> one of the ways we frame the questions on the show is that I'm so glad you picked Oprah because the idea is just someone you are thankful for that has influenced your life. People often pick people that are close, intimate, that they have very day-to-day stories about interaction with. I thrilled that you pick somebody that influenced you so deeply that you want to talk about him here yes that you've never met face to face yes i've never met her it was a it was a hard debate though between her and beyonce oh okay (laughs) but you chose oprah in the end i did i did i chose oprah in the end so uh, i'm sure that some of our audience has probably heard of oprah i i uh, think so from somewhere yeah Uh, is there a more famous person on earth i mean beyonce 
Yeah, and then Oprah. Okay, Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> so Oprah Winfrey. Uh, let's let's start at the at the beginning. Uh, do you remember the very first time you were cognitive, aware of the existence of Oprah? I mean, yeah, very very young. I was I was always very drawn to her, very attracted to her. Mm-hmm. Um, as a kid. Yeah. As, something How old very, do you think we're talking? Like. Maybe like six or seven. Six or seven. What drew you to her? There's something just so magnetic about her and charismatic. And there's like a truth, a genuine truth to her. Okay. That I feel like when she talks or something that she writes, there is, let's just get straight to the point, which Mm -hmm. I can really respect. Like, let's not sugarcoat anything. Let me not just like be passive aggressive or she's lived it. She practices it and she puts it out there. And whether or not you choose to listen is up to you. But I feel like she offers true, genuine advice in a time where a lot of people need it. And so that straightforwardness absolutely appealed to you. The fact, And you said advice. That's interesting. The fact that she doesn't just talk around an issue. She gives advice. Yeah. So I talk about, and I've come to you about this, you know, because you have been a pastor. And I always ask him about God and and you know, beliefs and all that stuff. Like, what are we supposed to believe, right? You have God, you have source, you have Buddha, you have all these different things. What are you supposed to believe? And I think there was a time, and this was last year, um, where I took the leap of faith. I quit IGN, started on my own. Spiritually, you kind of lose yourself when you're in like an unhappy place, right? Like you you lose a little bit of, of something, your groundedness. And I read Oprah's book, What I Know For Sure. Mm-hmm. And I recommend this book to everyone and anyone, like just to read it. Guy, girl, like this is such, it was such a powerful book for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and she offers you this advice that is just, if you do this, you will see results. Mm-hmm. What was the advice? Um, a lot of it is is gratitude which I think is perfect for the show, gratitude, right? Oh, we, you, we're, we're big fans of gratitude yeah, around here. If you're thankful for the stuff that you have, more stuff will come to you. And now, for Oprah, is that a pragmatic idea or a mystical idea? I mean, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I guess so that's what she believes. And, and when you read, have you found it to be true in your life? So, um, I have. When I start concentrating on the things that I'm thankful for, more more stuff comes to me and I'm just in a happier place. Mm-hmm. And therefore, if I'm in a happier place, I'm a better friend. I'm a better daughter. I'm a better sister. I'm, I'm better at everything when I'm in a happier place. When I'm on a good, what I'm calling vibration, mm-hmm. I can be better to everyone, including myself. Do you feel like when you're concentrating on gratitude, uh, so that's something that's going on in your mind, something that's potentially going on in, inside you, how does that change your behavior? How does that change how you act around and toward other people when you're concentrating on gratitude? When I'm thankful and I look for the best in every situation and the best in every person, even if it's a person that before this mindset change that I didn't really like, I can see the best for the person. And therefore, if I believe that you love me, like as a friend, Mm -hmm. you're going to love me. Like you're going to feel that vibration, Mm -hmm. right? Like, do you I'm feel, feel that, that? Do you treat me better when you're thinking that way? Definitely, hands yeah? down. How, how, and do and because you're showing me more positivity, you feel like that's coming back around. Yeah, I think yeah. it's definitely it's contagious. That's I think as answer. long as mentally you're in a great place and you can stay in that place, like everything, 
everything else will fall into place. So let's wind it back. Yeah. Gonna, we got to the end game. I'm going to pull way back to a time long ago. Not all that long ago because you're very young. But but a time oh, a, little bit, you, a little bit long ago <laughs> uh, when there was this miraculous thing called television that was on. Yeah. Uh, that people watched at scheduled times. Yeah. Yep, yep, uh, yep. When you were a child. Yeah. And shows came on at these scheduled times and people would watch them. It's just, it was a strange world. Mm-hmm. Um, so Oprah was on TV. You were six or seven. Yeah. Who was watching Oprah? Who who had the TV on and you were watching before you sought her out? Um, my mom would watch Oprah, but also she would come on after cartoons. Ah, okay. So uh, she, like I would just see her and she'd... She had this big personality, right? And she could just level with anybody. So you're saying you're watching DuckTales, you move on to Darkwing Duck, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, Tailspin, and then Oprah comes on. Yep. And you just stay around for Oprah. You know what I'm talking about, ABC, yeah. Yeah, so you just sit there watching the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. So you're watching Oprah, and as a kid, that, 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 would you call it her presence or ostentatiousness grabbed you? And you kept watching every day. I kept watching. I would did watch for a little un- bit and then I'd get bored and, yeah. and go. Did you understand what was happening on no. the show? No. Okay. When did you first begin to go from this was somebody you kind of comprehended was there as a presence? When did it become must-see TV for you? I saw her in Beloved. Ah, okay. And I was like, ooh, this woman is fascinating. Ah, okay. So it's Beloved. It Interesting. Was, I saw her in Beloved. And okay. that is, if you've seen that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Based or on even, the Toni Morrison novel. Yes. Right? Yeah. And I was going to say that. If you read the book and then yeah. you saw the movie, you'd be like, it, it was a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I saw her in that and I was like, this woman is extremely fat. Like she has a talk show and then she made the jump to acting and she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And she has a purpose. And, and what do you think that purpose is? I mean, I... Oh, what, is, what purpose does Oprah portray? How about this? I mean, this is obviously, we're talking about one of the most successful entertainers in the history of the planet. Yeah. What, what is it that you would call her purpose? To offer a place of knowledge. She comes with so much knowledge and inspiration that she just shares Mm -hmm. so much of, not even just coming from her, but she finds, she put Deepak Chopra on the map, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, what was that one, Doctor Doctor Phil? Oh yeah, I well, never got into his stuff, but yeah, we we can we can forgive Oprah for that. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll, 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 I've we'll, heard I've heard some. I don't, I don't know what his story is, but I, I mean, we're we're it's a positive environment. Let's okay. stay away from okay. Doctor Phil. So uh, well, let's stick with Oprah. Deepak Oprah. Yeah. Um, you know she she put meditation into mainstream. Mm-hmm. Um, she put meditation. She put. Charity work, mainstream. You get yeah, a car. You get a car. You know, <laughs> uh, and just she does so much. She gives back, but also she wants to teach people about meditation, about spiritual growth, about your relationship with yourself, about relationships with everyone. Right. This is probably the third time, at least, if I'm counting right, that you've brought up spirituality or spiritual growth as a part of talking about Oprah and the story of how you related to her. Yeah. So it sounds like something. This this is something that really matters to you inside. Yeah, and it didn't. It didn't always. Really? So did she give a voice to something you didn't know how to articulate, or did she cultivate an interest? Or? Um, I think she gave me a voice of something that I didn't know how to articulate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that spiritual growth with yourself and with like I said before, God, Buddha, Allah, whatever it is, your mm-hmm. source, your inside, whatever that is for you is so important. Um, and that's now become more of an importance 
to me. As you've gotten older? As I've gotten older. Yeah. When I was younger, probably not. You mentioned Oprah's books. Yeah. Um, which, which have you read? Uh, just what I know for sure. What I know for well, sure. Well, and I've, lot of, I've read a lot of her blog posts. Like, okay. I'm, I'm an avid person on her website, and I read all of her blog posts, watch all of her. She started doing little snippets on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Watched a ton of those. So you follow her writing and her vlog snippets. Yeah, okay. and I've, pro- I've read a lot of her stuff online where she mm-hmm. does a lot of the posts um, in her Oprah magazine where she has those little... Um, articles in the beginning. Yeah. Do you read the magazine? Um, I try to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you kind of take Oprah in at all angles. You talk about Oprah I like the Oprah post post show. Oh, more. post show. More, oh, oh, more let's, now. Let's talk about that. This Why? journey that she's What's going on. What's the difference? On. Why? Um, before it was like she was a, a hardcore journalist, which I lo- I love too. Like mm-hmm. I'll go back and I'll st- like I'll still watch some of her shows, but now more than anything, this inspirational self journey. Mm-hmm. And encouraging people to find it is what I love. So you like Oprah the Prophet? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I love Oprah the Prophet. In your life, uh, if you don't mind me asking, yeah. what's, your, what's your uh what's your religious background? I'm Greek Orthodox. Okay, so you grew up in the Greek Orthodox Church. Yeah. What Every Sunday. That, what did that mean to you growing up? What does what did as for a kid Alexis, what did that mean? These are, these are stumping questions that I haven't really thought yet about especially as a kid like going back mm-hmm. it's it's hard yeah it, it just answers best and honestly you can and i think for me it meant you know you go to church every sunday mm-hmm. you be a good person you know all throughout the week and and that's like really it did you buy it Were yeah i bought it as a kid and i bought it till a really an old an old age till till i probably got into college i bought it what changed you know? Um, you start to see when you get older, a lot of the, what is like the veil lifted from your eyes. Mm -hmm. You start to experience heartbreak. You start to really experience feelings and feelings that you can't talk about. You can't, um, or you don't want to talk about, I think is the difference. Um, feelings that are are really, really painful. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's where you start to question even to this day, I'd question, right, Jared? Like, I brought you yeah. into a room, and I was like, why do you still believe in God? No, no, I mean, I, that's, uh, yeah, I, I agree. As you get older, you become and you just uh, more critical. As as your as your frame of reference grows, you gain new questions. That's what learning yeah. is. Yeah. If I, if I, I, I think, I, I don't want to interject too much of myself into the interview, but yeah, I mean, that's what learning and growing is. And is. then you, you start to compete for when you get older as well. Like you start to compete for jobs and jobs that you really, really want or for positions that you really, really want. And then, you know, you get let down and you, you, you experience a lot of disappointment, a lot of heartache, a lot of pain. Yeah. You've mentioned pain several times. Yeah. Um, she got older and experienced pain. So what about th- this woman who began her life as, a, as an entertainer, as a journalist, as a, a storyteller? Yeah, started as a journalist, became yeah. an entertainer, and now has kind of taken the role of educator slash guru slash popular icon slash American royalty. Um, yeah. How did she specifically, if you don't mind me asking, yeah. help you cope with the changes that were going on in your system of beliefs as you found your childhood beliefs challenged by pain experience. How did she help you contextualize that? Um, a, I mean, it's Oprah, right? Like it's like, if you want to be a basketball player, Michael Jordan's like, do these, these, these three things and you'll, you'll make it right. Mm-hmm. I think she brought what 
is re- religion down to a language that I can understand and right. I can relate to. Um, and not even so much like religion, just I'm going to call it spirituality uh, to a place where, okay, I, I get that. I get that. I do have to trust in whatever this is, the universe, God, Jesus, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Again, um, you, have to, you have to trust it. And it's led me to a lot of amazing other things. Um, have you heard of Esther Hicks? Uh, no, I haven't read Esther Hicks. Okay. She is, she's really, she's a teacher on law of attraction. Okay. And so, you know, I've delved into like a lot of law of attraction, the universal laws, mm-hmm. all these things, which I'm sure you're familiar with. I'm not with Esther Hicks, but I know. Well, <laughs> she's also another great one that kind of puts it into perspective okay. with, Forget I feel like is, so no, sorry. no, no, with our, um, with our modern time, right? Like I can't read the Bible mm-hmm. now and be like, okay, yeah, this totally applies to me. <laughs> you know, like it seems a little far away. Yeah. Like, and I feel like that's what, what it does. So she's, Oprah's had like a really hard life, like mm-hmm. a really hard life. I don't know how much you know about her. Uh, I know some, uh, but I think it, for the sake of the folks listening and watching, go ahead and feel free to explain. So like she's been told she's too black. She talks the wrong way. She came from, um, nothing literally nothing like her grand her grandmother raised her her grandmother told her if you're a maid growing up like you've made it so like imagine growing up being told that that this is this is this is the if you can be a maid Mm -hmm. for a good white family you've made it Hmm. what the what Hmm. what a statement right like how like how do you tell a little girl that i don't yeah i as this is one of those ones that like as an old white dude, I have no <laughs> idea what to say. <laughs> That's probably safe. So being told that as a young girl and being, you know, that's that you're going to struggle, right? Cause that's already the seed in your head. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she's overcome that she's overcome. She got pregnant, I think in high school mm-hmm. and then the baby died. She had it and the baby died. I didn't know that. Yeah. And, she got fired from her first job and let's see what else. She's had a ton of heartbreak. Like luckily she found Stedman now, but, um, this is a person that's gone through pain, a lot of pain. And that's probably stuff that I have. Like there's stuff there. I probably don't even, we don't know about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Of course. As she's public, public with a lot of things, but yeah, they're still going to be private. Right. Things, yeah. And so, um, I think someone that has come on the other side of that and is still so positive and so giving in, and is trying to tell the world right now, especially in this place of like social media where we're bombarded with all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It's easy to get bogged down. And like, I'm not as successful as this person. It's easy to compare ourselves. And it's good to have a voice, a public voice as strong as hers telling us, wait a minute, take a minute, root yourself, figure out what it is that you want. Be thankful for what it is that you do have. And it's just, that's nice. So you relate to the fact that she's been through things, learned from them, and can share the story? Uh, and you relate, or am I? Am yeah, I, yeah. I, I love that. I love that she's so down to earth, mm-hmm. that she has billions of dollars, and will literally say on public television, like, hold on, I got to pee. You know? <laughs> well, we all do. Yeah. Uh, it's very important. You know it's, what I mean? Like, yeah. the fact that she can do that is amazing to me. Yeah. And that she is still so down to earth, and... And is willing to relate to anyone. You mentioned her pain. 
you talked about our experiences that were down to earth and real. You mentioned your pain and going through that. Do you think Oprah understands this part of her appeal? I mean, how, how self-aware do you think she is of how she approaches her audience? Uh, when she, as somebody who is sharing spiritual ideas, lifestyle advice. Yeah. How aware do you think she is of these things? Do you think it's, it's deliberate? Yeah, I think everything with Oprah is deliberate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think she's I think she's in such a beautiful like I want to call her a golden age because it's mm -hmm. a point where I hope one day I can be where she doesn't give a rip what anyone thinks because mm -hmm. she's Oprah. Like You ever interested in meeting her? Are you kidding me? Well, I, 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 no, actually, I'm not because sometimes with people I admire that are famous, I wouldn't even know I what to do. Know, well, that's me. Thought, I don't know how I would, how I would talk to them. I thought about her like I would ask her to be in my bridal party. I would ask her to marry us. I've thought about what gift I would bring to her house. Yes, what I have gift thought would you about. Bring to her house? It'd have to be something I've made or like something that's like homemade okay. because she has everything. Like little little macaroni card, maybe. May little, I don't. I mean, I haven't there. like thought about like finalized on a gift yet <laughs> but it has to, I have narrowed it down to something that has to be at least like homemade you think it's gonna happen someday I mean I would love to yeah yeah I really hope it happens I like you. yeah thank you I do too because yeah. I really like her <laughs> and I, w I would honestly like I have a ton of questions for her that I would love to just sit down and just just open that door what are pow they? wow with her you know what would you ask her I would love to find out how she balances everything mm -hmm. how she balances life um, first of all, like, am I meditating right? Like, am I meditating right? Yeah. You like, like, you know, she always says like, sit down, you know, if you don't think you need to meditate, then you probably need to do it twice. <laughs> and so you're supposed to give yourself 15 minutes in the morning. Like yeah. 15 minutes at night. And do you do that? I don't. <laughs> I don't. Do you meditate? Um, I try to. Yeah. Yeah. How does it work out for you? I think I'm doing it right. Um, like I said, like I, I'd like to know if I'm doing it right. And okay. I would just like to just soak up any knowledge that she has that she didn't feel like was good enough for a book. Okay. Oh, okay. It's like, hey, what, what did you cut? What went on the cutting room yeah, floor? Yeah, like what's, what's there that you just, yeah, didn't feel was good enough. And I'd love to just go through that with her. Mm -hmm. So if you knocked on her door and you brought your handmade gift and you asked her the questions. I got to really think about it because maybe and, she'll watch this and be like, I'm going to invite that girl over. And I, if Oprah is watching this, um, first, <laughs> Oprah, thank you for watching. Second, you're welcome as a guest on Pockets Full of Soup. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> please contact us at mail at pocketsfullofsoup.com. Um, yeah, that, that, uh, I, I would just melt. Yeah. Uh, that would be amazing. You and I uh, both. Yeah. What about if she asked you? Uh, it, it, you ask her the questions. You give her the gift. She says... Alexis, why are you here? I would just, I'd be like, you know, it's like sitting down with like a mentor. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, like, I need to get as much knowledge out of you as possible. Mm -hmm. Do you think Anything. you could do it? Like you prep and prep and prep. And then like when you got there, would you shake and melt and forget everything? Or Probably. would you actually be able to do it? Probably. Even yeah. now, like. I had great answers for all these questions. And now I'm like, uh, <laughs> um, no, but I honestly like just sitting down and just hearing her talk, I feel like would be great. Having like a normal conversation with her. Yeah. Um, asking her like how, as a woman, how do you do the things that you do in the business world? Mm. How do you take something that's so simple as like a talk show 
and market it the way you did? Like mm-hmm. how, like turn it into an empire. How did you figure out who you were? Mm-hmm. You know, I think I'm still figuring out who I am. Yeah. Um, so many questions on so many different levels, empires, like who she is. How do you figure all that stuff out? Like how did you even come across like finding out to be thankful? Like how, mm-hmm. where did you go? Like where, what did you read? Final question about Oprah for you. Yeah. I can answer a million more questions. About oh, Oprah. I, I believe you. I do. I can I, think about this all day. <laughs> what about you comes from her? What about me? I think it's. I think her down to earthness, if that's a word. Um, it is now. I'd like I'd like to relate to her on that level. I'd like mm-hmm. to at least take that from her. Um, you feel you have. I mean, is uh, of who you are right now. Do you feel like your down to earth nature is drawn from her? I do. Yeah. I do actually. You wanted to be like her, so you made yourself that way. Um. Oh no. I think I've always been that way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's something you relate to her with. Yeah. What did you draw? What did you draw from Oprah? What's a lesson she taught you that has made you a different person? Oh my gosh. So that well, that's what I was trying to say before with reading her book. Yeah. Um. Becoming more spiritual. Yeah. Is more super important. Figuring out and constantly figuring out who I am. Mm-hmm. Um. Taking that time and stillness. Okay. In this crazy world that I live in. With social media, baseball, travel, life. Finding time to stop and listen. Stop and listen. What's my next step? Hmm. Um, being more present. That's a huge difference in your life. That That's this a person huge you've never met difference. Made. Huge yeah. difference. Because I was so lost. I had to move to Houston mm-hmm. <laughs> with Hunter. Because that's where he was spending his off season. He wanted me to go with him. Never been to Houston. Just quit IGN. I was trying to figure out who I was on my own um, in this new realm of YouTube and Twitch. Yeah. And she really helped me figure it out. I don't think I'm fully there yet. I think I'm forever evolving. But she definitely helped me figure out that my relationship with myself is first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean self as in source, God, whatever, finding that stillness and that groundedness and staying there. And once that is in place, everything else will fall into place. Thank you for sharing this. I, I'm so, so very glad you had the, the courage to choose somebody that's outside looking at, like the, the fact that this is somebody that's in yeah, this and it, way from a... It sounds, because I was like, man, maybe I should pick like my mom, my dad, you know, and it mm-hmm. sounds really shallow to say Oprah Winfrey. No, it's not shallow at all. Or even just to say Beyonce, because I think Beyonce does the same thing. She's super brave in coming out and being like... I mean, she had a whole song, Me, Myself, and I, you know? We call them heroes for a reason. I yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're people who make huge differences in our lives that we may never meet or see. Yeah. I mean, that's, that they exist. They're re- they've always existed. I mean, it, before pop culture. And they're putting you know, it. There was Theseus and Hercules. You right? Know, yeah. <laughs> but also, I think, like, they're, they're coming out in our world today where, you know, we see everything so polished and perfect. And they're coming out and they're bearing out their feelings. Mm-hmm. and this like journey that they're going through. And I, I just think that's so beautiful. That transparency appeals to you. Yeah, the yeah. rawness of it. The genuineness and the rawness is what I love. Like the fact that Beyonce goes with no makeup or she makes it seem like she's not wearing makeup. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but oop. Oh, that's okay. Um, I get really excited when talking about Beyonce. Um, <laughs> and she'll go on YouTube and she'll talk about her miscarriage. She'll talk about God 
and like why she was given this this talent, right? Like yeah. her talent, like why her? But she's so grateful for it. Is like what? Like yeah, we all feel that somewhere. I think you know, like why am I given this blessed life? Like why me? Mm-hmm. Like why did I meet Hunter and get to experience this? absolute out of this world love I'm gonna start crying about it you know this incredible big love you know and why why do I why do I get all this you know and I think it makes you question but you just have to trust in whatever it is and and go with it until it I guess doesn't go I don't I'm a big fan of questions yeah questions are great (laughs) questions very very often make the world a better place yeah better people and then, so I love that they do that. That's really cool. Alexis, thank you for sharing that. I, I appreciate it. We're going to bridge on over into um, Instant Noodles here in a second. But first, we'd like to thank our Patreon producer, Robert Nieder, who's generous support. Thank uh, you, Robert. Yeah, thank you, Robert. Hey, look at that. We did a thing. That's awesome. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Robert. Uh, and uh, thank all of you who support us on Patreon and keep the lights on and the show going. I am tremendously grateful to you for changing my life in many wonderful ways. Thank you so much for it. I'm grateful, too, because you guys are supporting a really great man right oh, here. No. A really, really great man. He is the best. So thank you, guys. Oh, look at him. Look at him. <laughs> Blushing. You're too sweet, Alexis. Thank you. You're really kind. I, it means a lot having you on here. Now, we turn the camera on you, and the yeah! focus becomes... Not on yep, Oprah. A few questions about you. Are you ready for instant noodles? Yeah. Does this go fast? Uh, ish. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's, it's never... It's not quite a lightning round, but uh, here we go. Number one, what's the best song written in the last 100 years? Oh, gosh. The yeah. best yeah. song. Written in the last 100 years. Last hundred years. Yep. Mm, I would have to say this song called Honestly. Honestly? By yeah. Home. Gosh, he has he's a a Hawaiian it's like some complicated name. No, I can okay, look it up. But, okay, you know the song um, though. I know the song. When was it written? It was written definitely in the past two or three decades, maybe. Okay. Right. Um but it's such a beautiful song that he wrote from his heart about his wife. Okay. And I'm only saying that because I have like wedding on the brain. Yeah, you're getting married in a couple of months, right? Yeah, in November. Yeah. So, yeah, the song is just so beautiful and he sings about his wife and it's just so unbelievably touching Yeah. that... I don't know if I know the song, honestly. You should look it up. Okay, I'm going to look YouTube. this up. I'm also yeah. going to try to find the guy's name, but it's... Uh, all right. I uh, Honestly. Honestly, just put... Song. Honestly, Hawaiian singer and I'm sure it'll pop okay, up. Okay, it'll pop up. All also, right. Melvin Sings on YouTube does a great cover of it. So oh, really? either works. Melvin yeah. Sings. Melvin honestly? Sings. Okay, yeah. great. You should have him on here. Oh, I would love to have yeah, him. Yeah, you should. I would, I, okay. Melvin? Melvin? I have his email, so don't worry. Oh, okay. Excellent. <laughs> Let's get Melvin on we'll here. We'll connect it. Yeah. I Maybe you could do a little that. a little Come song for you. Oh, I would I, He has a, oh. a voice of an angel. Melvin. Melvin. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of my favorites, this was a user-submitted question uh, some time ago. Still one of my favorites. What is best sandwich? What is best sandwich? Yeah. That's not even grammatically correct, I know. That's it? why I love the question so like, much. Like, I should talk. What my is best... grammatics have been everywhere today. I'm not even sure grammatics is even a I'm word. I'm pretty sure it's not. F it. Yeah. <laughs> the English language is just symbols. <laughs> um, what is best sandwich? What is best sandwich? I love a good, gosh, that Dutch crunch bread. 
Really, just anything in a Dutch crunch bread is so delicious. I do love Dutch crunch With bread. With a good chip, like a kettle chip, jalapeno preferably, or barbecue, depending on your mood. Okay, so you've got the you've got the condiment and the bread. What are you going to put between <laughs> these slices here? Um, I need you to commit. Gosh. Ike's Place has a really good one called, I think it's like the chicken honey mustard. I don't know. Anything with honey mustard and like a chicken or like a turkey, it doesn't matter the meat. Like, okay, so some kind of poultry with honey mustard on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. On, on Dutch, Dutch crunch. Dutch crunch. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good choice. That's the best. We have gotten different answers to this every week. It's great. I, I bet. Love it. Yeah. yeah. The what is best sandwich is is real popular on. Uh, what's the first word you think of when you hear the sound of your own voice? Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I don't think that's the first time we've you gotten again? that answer. Actually, uh, you yeah. again? Nah. No. <laughs> like, um. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Ugh. Or you? Yeah. Again? Sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, uh, I have to do this all over again. Like the makeup, the hair. What, what if you woke up one day and you were a completely different person? Like, if you just look different, you woke up and you, what if, like, you woke up and you look like Steve Buscemi? Oh, gosh. I'd probably start to laugh. Yeah? Yeah. And you, the laugh came out and it was still Alexis. It wasn't like the Steve Buscemi. Like, that would be so, so was... unfortunate for him because I would definitely try to pose as him. Oh, okay. I see. Oh, you would try to steal Steve Heck Buscemi's yeah. life? Yeah. Why not? The two Buscemi's? Yeah. Why not? Okay. You guys could make a great, like, magician heist movie with that. Yeah. Like, that'd uh, be awesome. Yeah. Like that whole, like, uh, oh, what was the, and I'm going to spoil the I really liked Steve Buscemi, too. Oh, I love him. Yeah. He's great. He's hilarious. Oh, yeah. He's fantastic. He could be on the show, too. But yeah. Yeah. You're, Steve Buscemi? Steve. Yeah, Steve. We're waiting. We're waiting. Um, so Oprah, Steve, uh, Mel, we're getting Melvin every, Everybody's coming. Um, yeah. Which favorite flavor of ice cream? Uh, favorite flavor of ice cream. Depends on my mood. I really like coffee ice cream. Mm. Um, I really like cookies and cream. No, no, no. Sorry. Chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah. I always get the cookies and cream and chocolate chip. And I was, when I was younger, I used to get them mixed up. I don't know how, but they just look the same. You know, you just go like. Our brains do funny things. Yeah. So I remember always getting cookies and cream and being highly disappointed because it was too much cookie. No, I, I didn't know people had eyebrows until I was 30. Really? Okay. So yeah, I didn't notice. It's, <laughs> I wish I were making that up. The frames to your soul. Yeah, you never noticed. Well, I just thought eyebrows and eyelashes were the same thing. He just saw souls. It was it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> so, uh, so we're saying coffee and maybe chocolate chip. Yeah. Uh, if you could travel through time and meet anybody... Uh, travel through time and meet anybody. Who would you visit? Travel through time. Yeah, get to meet one person. Just go visit them. And it's not Oprah. Nope. Um. Yeah, who's it going to be? Man, let's see. I mean, you could pick Oprah. Oprah's fair. Oprah's. We just did a whole show about Oprah. Would I you know. Be the person in the I would love to, like meet to meet Oprah. I feel like I would love to meet. Yep. I'd love to meet like Lucille Ball or oh. yeah, I really love Lucille Ball. Um. So Who Beyonce, else? Oprah, Lucille Ball, a lot of a lot of female entertainers. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. For you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the most terrifying creature in the natural world? <laughs> the natural world, the real world. Yeah, like what's the most terrifying like animal? Like it's real. Yeah. Real. Okay. Um, sharks, definitely. Sharks. Yeah. Oh, I'm scared of sharks too. Yeah, yeah. I don't mess with those at all. You mess with sharks. Hey, you know you're surrounded by them here in the bay. They're like three fourths of the way around. I know. Us. I see people paddleboarding all the time, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? They're great whites in the bay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they like eat the seals sometimes. Yeah, I've seen them on YouTube. Yeah, they ate the seals at Alcatraz. There was like this like 18 foot gray white shark. Or so. I don't think it was 18. It was those people big. are crazy. It was, it, was it was a big shark. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big old shark. Yeah, I don't get it either. It's like, I'm out here in the bay. I'm nice seal-shaped person. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. No way. If they no ever way. get wings, we're done for. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, would, I, would, I would just die. Evolution. Don't let it happen. <laughs> What's your favorite word? 
probably awesome. Oh, I say it a lot. Yeah, I probably awesome. said it at least a million times in this yeah. podcast alone. So that's your favorite word. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Who was your first kiss? Oh gosh. Um, this guy named Coast Iokum in Greek school. <laughs> okay. And uh, how was it? It was good. It was innocent. It was sweet. He was a sweetie. Excellent. Yeah. Good first kiss. Yeah, it was a good first kiss. All right. Well done. You nailed it, Costa. <laughs> Not literally, but <laughs> <laughs> you did good. <laughs> I really cracked him up with this <laughs> one. got me. Uh, cake or pie? Uh, cake. Yeah. 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 Although pumpkin pie is pretty good. Pumpkin pie is pretty good. And I love cheesecake. So how does that, where does that fit in? Cheesecake. Um, I think cheesecake. Wow. I mean, it's called cake, but it feels like pie, but it's technically cake. I, yeah. I don't know. I'll leave that you, for you to decide. Cheesecake's pretty wonderful. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of cheesecake. Big fan. I'm, I love pumpkin cheesecake. Ooh, oh, oh yeah. We're right. getting into that season. That's right. It's time for the pumpkin cup spice revolution. <laughs> yeah. Here it comes. Yeah. Which I'm not all about all that stuff, but I am in my pumpkin cheesecake. cheesecake. Oh, man, so I want good. cheesecake so bad. I know. I We've talked a lot about food on this podcast. We have. Well, we talk a lot about food. On this yeah. Podcast. It comes up a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, look at me. I have an interest in food. Well, but... you also have food in your title, so. Yeah. And I thought about doing something food-oriented someday. Who knows? Um, you should. But, uh, I, should get, I should probably get thinner first so that the food doesn't you kill You lost me. a lot of weight, though. I'm working on it. You uh, look I gained, good. I gained some back. I, I'm what happens? That's life. It. Yeah. The stresses. but Ebbs and flows. What's one question you have for me? Oh, man. Yeah. Um, While you're thinking. Oh, you got one already? Um, It's the question I always ask you, Jerry. That's okay. Go ahead. It's a one question's fine. You're asking on camera now. That's okay. How how do you still keep believing in God? (laughs) It's a hard one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, It's a loaded one. Well, no, it's a a question I'm not uncomfortable talking about. Um, Belief is the key word. I mean, nobody can prove there's a God. You know, I think it's pretty foolish to try. Um, Right. Conviction is not a word I'm super comfortable with. You hear the word people talk about their convictions, and I think convictions in a secular sense are fine. Convictions in a religious sense are harder because it's like, well, I'm I'm drawn to this idea, but I I, I, I I'm kind of, you know, I I'm hooked on it. I don't like that degree of certainty. I am more comfortable with belief or faith. A lot of things happen in the world. Mm-hmm. Some of them are awful mm-hmm. and terrible and ghastly and wicked. Some of them are calamitous. You know, when I lived in Japan, the tsunami killed 20,000 people. Right. They didn't do anything wrong. God didn't hit them in the head with a big water blast from the ocean to punish them for something. I don't believe that. Um, there are people who do, good people who do. I'm not one of them. And it's a world also that's full of good things. Forgiveness, graciousness, kindness. I choose to focus perhaps a little more on the second than the first when I feel like I have a choice. Mm -hmm. The accident that happened to Angie and I was the worst thing maybe that's ever happened to me. The way people responded after that was the greatest evidence of the way things could be yeah. that I've ever seen. People at their best. I, yeah. I, I'm giving a poor answer here, so I'll try to wrap this a little tighter. 
I am fundamentally committed to the idea that if all of us were concerned with other people as much or more than ourselves, and we actually could do that for a while, the world would be even better, that many of our problems would change in good ways. And that in small scale, I've seen that happen. Right. Most of the heart of the Christian faith at its best is about that. Right. Um, it but is corrupted. Don't you feel like that people need to look within themselves first before they can give? I do very much. Um, but I, as a matter of fact, I know that from experience, you kind of have to. But sometimes when I look within myself, I discovered I found maybe two people living in there. Not just one. Mm -hmm. Me and somebody who's made my life better. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> and uh, so I looked in and there were a couple of folks in there. Um, you know, this is this is phrase that's used in, in popular Christianity, having Jesus live in your heart. There's no tiny little man that somebody sticks in there. Right. That's a ridiculous, ridiculous analogy. Right. Right. It's just the goofiest idea. It's. But looking in and finding the spark of something better, of, of possibility, of things that, you know, it's, it's like Stephen King says, to paraphrase, despite the fact that the world is full of horrors, a ridiculous amount of the time things have somehow worked out. Yeah. I don't think it's just blind, blind faith. I have faith, but I don't think it's always blind. Mm -hmm. Every now and then I see just enough of an imprint of wonder and magic in the universe. Yes, to, magic. To believe I love that, that when you look in, you find it there and it, it comes out. I am doing the terrible job answering this question. but um, Well, I think, I, I think you did a wonderful job, actually. I think your description of magic is a great, um, because in a sense it is. Yeah, it's a thing that makes Christmas wonderful sometimes. It's a thing that makes makes a kiss more than a kiss. It's, it's that thing that makes a, a kindly parent lifting a child off the sidewalk where they've skinned their knee, something a little better than just that moment. Yeah. I've seen that too much in life and I've seen it acted out and this is going to sound goofy, but I've also seen, you know, there's this phrase, the evidence of things not seen. I've watched people's lives changed by what they believe and not just by the psychology of it, I believe. Yeah. But by something outside reaching in, it's amazing what being told you're forgiven can do to a person. Yes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's my really awkward answer. Yeah. No, I think that's, that's the forgiveness part is really, really, um, I don't know. That was really, really strong, Jared. I could poke him on these questions all day. I love guys. it. Oh, I could poke. I, I, yeah. People keep asking me about my, my background in, in ministry. It's come up a couple of times and, Maybe uh, maybe I'll do more around that eventually. I, I don't know. That's these guys. See what well, they I think say. we're yeah, and I think we're in a time right now where like people need something. Mm -hmm. um, and again, this is me just like speaking generally. Like I needed something, and I didn't even know I needed it mm -hmm. um, when I picked up Oprah's book. Like I did, was not expecting that from that book. Let me tell you. Yeah. Um, well, it's you usually don't find it where you expect to. Yeah, and, and it's not like I mean I. I I, I, you know, exclusivism is a whole other 
uh, thing, but you you find glimpses of magic in a lot of places. You find them in the pages of books. Mm-hmm. You find them in the kind acts of people. You find them in a church. You find them in a synagogue. You find them in a mosque. You find them in a lot of places. Yeah. Um, you just got to open up to them. Yeah, you got to hear them. And, yeah. And be willing to, and not just willing, but able to listen. It's hard. I mean, and and sometimes when you feel like you need it most, you don't hear a darn thing, too. And I, I, I think I'd be disingenuous to say that's not the case as well sometimes. Yeah. But in the end, in the end, lights always come in my darkest hour. Um, I don't know how to explain that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That's my answer. So thanks, guys. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, Alexis. On Once note. again, where can these guys, uh, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube and Twitter, Let's Get Lexi. Um, that's L-E-T-S-G-E-T-L-E-X-I. YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. To learn about coffee and food and... Our uh, crazy baseball life. crazy baseball life and all kinds of other yeah. wonderful things. They can see you there. They can also meet Hunter Pence. They can also meet Hunter Pence. Hun- we also Twitch stream. Yep. Yeah. Husband to be. And we play video games and yeah, have we, a good time. Yeah, we get streaming. We, we're streaming. Now. Well, I guess it's this will be, it'll be over, won't it? But in October, you guys going to stream it all? Um, or, or the yeah, we're waiting. We just got computers built. So we're waiting for those to get in. And then we're going to be hopefully streaming Beasts. And, you know, hopefully we'll see you guys there in the Exciting. chat. Exciting. Yeah, yeah. Do, do check these guys. They're nice people. Thanks, um, Jared. Thanks. I, I, no, I'm just thrilled to have you here. And if you want to write to us, uh, mail at pocketsfullofsoup.com. You can also send your thanks uh, for other people there. That's, again, that's mail at pocketsfullofsoup.com. Leave a short uh, Twitter-length uh, message, about 140 characters. Uh, thank you so much for that, guys. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. Everybody says it. The reason? It really helps. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes, at all, etc. And hey, uh, if you want to support the show financially, and I sure do appreciate it if you do, uh, it's patreon.com slash Jared Petty. That's my name, patreon.com slash Jared Petty. Uh, there you can get extra uh, bonus episodes, uh, as well as episodes of Pizza and Dinosaurs Presents The Thirst of Laser Dracula. You can check that out as well, which is a kind of, uh, uh, well, you, know, you just got to check that out. All right. Anyway, thank you guys so much for watching. Bless you all. I'll see you next week. Good night. Thanks, Lexi. Bye. Bye.